Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. We interrupt our program to bring you a special broadcast. Is this thing gone? I said shots to Nick and Dawn. Him on the air radio every Sunday night, man. What up? Red Dragons. Shout out to the boy, Nick. I see you done. You about to witness the real talk, real talk. Put it in your air. We reach it for the sky, but we put it in the air. Not a glass jar, but I tell it to you clear. Am I on the air? We rock. Here's your whip, man. Am I on the air? Here's this mic here for nothing. My demographic pull do box office numbers. Weekend reviews said we number one getters. Now y'all on here, we're number one getters. Uh, turn it on, Nick and Dawn. And I'm like, turn it up, what the fuck, eh? We air it out, wear it out, and we winning. Him on the air, follow back, and we trending. You can't tell me what I bet not be. Don't give a FCK about the FCC. I'm the head for the hellas, voice for the voices. Him on the air, Sunday night, and I'm off this. down everybody welcome back to another brand new edition of am i on the air i'm your host don mega welcome back to the show it's april 13th 2014 it's season 8 episode 10 tonight's episode is on your left and uh welcome back everybody glad to be back we uh did not have an episode last week uh, I was actually out of town, went to New Orleans, attended WrestleMania 30, and uh, had a great, great time. And uh, obviously, being out of town, I was not able to do an episode last week. So, coming back tonight, it's been a couple weeks, and we got a lot to get through. So, um, I don't want to stretch this out any longer than it needs to be. Um, so, we're going to run through all the latest news in the world of entertainment, get you up to speed there. Um, and our big movie review of tonight is going to be Captain America The Winter Soldier. Um, I'm going to start right off into that. Uh, I'm, I'm pissed that I'm doing this review literally, uh, you know, with the movie going into its second weekend um, because I actually got to see this movie early. Uh, the film came out on April 4th, and on April 2nd, I got to, uh, actually, no, April 1st. On April 1st, I actually got to attend a pre-screening of Captain America the Winter Soldier. So I was super stoked because I was like, oh, I got to see a pre-screening. I'm going to get to review it for everybody early, which I did on the Facebook page and the Twitter stream. Uh, but n- I did not get a chance to do it on the show, which really bummed me out because this is a movie I've been dying to talk about. Um, you know, ever since the first trailer hit, I was like, wow, this looks great. And, um, so going to talk about it. Um, we're not going to get into any spoilers cause there are still some people, not too many, but still some people that haven't seen the film. Um, I'm thinking about, uh, don't hold me to this, but this is something that's on the agenda, uh, of doing something a little bit special later on this week. I'm thinking about doing a special spoiler-filled review of Captain America the Winter Soldier and having a special guest on the show. Um, It's in the negotiation uh, talking phase. I hope to do it at some point this week, but I think it'd be kind of cool since we do keep the reviews on here spoiler-free to be able to do like a a special mini-episode that's, you know... um, You know, last year I did a lot of these little mini special episodes called Am I Still on the Air? And uh, I think that would be a great episode of Am I Still on the Air that we could pop on there. So, and bring that back with, maybe, you know, doing a spoiler-filled review. So, keep an eye open for that if you, you know, interest, interested to hear uh, full-on about the Winter Soldier. But for now, we'll keep it spoiler-free. Of course, this is the sequel to Captain America the First Avenger that came out right before the Avengers came out. And um, this is the third time we've seen Captain because we got the first Avenger, then we had the Avengers, and then now this is him uh, working for S.H.I.E.L.D. And, um... The, when this movie first, the first trailers really hit, the directors were saying, you know, oh, this film's going to be like a political thriller. And I remember thinking, like, okay, that's an inter- interesting take on it. And um, 
I totally get where they were coming from on that now. Um, basically, there's there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of shady stuff going on in S.H.I.E.L.D., and, you know, Cap starts kind of figuring it out, um, and all hell starts breaking loose. Uh, it's really hard to talk about this movie without getting into spoilers, um, but basically there's just a, there's a situation of, like, who can I trust, who, you know, who should I stay away from? You don't know if, you know, Fury is on the right side of the thing. Uh, he's working with the Black Widow, of course, played by Scarlet Witch. And then the Winter Soldier comes into play. Winter Soldier, of course, Bucky Barnes from the first film, his best friend that he thought had died, comes back as the Winter Soldier. Um, has kind of like the same kind of super soldier serum in him, so they so he's very on par on par with Cap. And um, I gotta tell you, man, from the opening sequence of this film, now. Tonight's episode is called On Your Left, and if you've seen the film, you kind of know what I'm talking about. There's a really funny scene in the beginning of the movie. Hey, call it a spoiler if you want, but it has nothing to do with the story of the movie. Um, Anthony Mackie, who plays Falcon, is jogging, and you see Captain America uh, jogging as well, but of course he jogs at ten times the speed of a regular person, and he keeps flying past Anthony Mackie's character, and he's like, On Your Left on your left every time he passes him and it becomes kind of like a running joke throughout the movie and I just found it really hilarious I want to say Anthony Mackie, amazing in this film I've always liked the guy, he's a very, very likable actor and uh, but I thought he was excellent as Falcon and the way that they did Falcon in this movie was, was so good because if you've seen him in the comic books you're kind of like how the hell are they going to put this into you know, kind of a grounded realistic type comic book movie um, they figured out a way, and it was awesome. Um, it was great to see Samuel Jackson get a meteor role. I think this is the most he's ever done in a Marvel film. So that was great to see Nick Fury do that. Scarlett Johansson, I thought, was the best she's ever been as Black Widow. And Chris Evans, man, what can you say, dude? This guy uh, has really become Captain America, and he was the best in the role in this film as well. Um, I'm going to get it right out. If you haven't seen my review already online out of my five-star scale, uh, I gave this five out of five. You know, I, I don't give fives too often. Um, for me to be a five-star film, you have to be, you, you have to do everything right. You have to be the best story. You have to give me the best time that I ever could have expected watching the movie. You know, having me walk out not thinking like, oh, it lacked this or should have had this. It has to be a basically a near-perfect film. And I gotta tell you, Captain America the Winter Soldier is a damn near-perfect film. Um, you know, since I came out of the screening, I've been juggling back and forth with where does this sit in the, you know, full lineup of Marvel films. I would, st- I would say that The Avengers is still my favorite Marvel film, but I might have to say that Winter Soldier might be my second favorite film uh, in the whole Marvel Universe. And that's saying something. Just to give you an idea, Captain America, the first Avenger, the, the first film in the series, is probably my least favorite movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So for me to say from the least favorable movie to probably one of the best standalone film is saying something about this film. Uh, the movie's sitting at a 95% fan approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes and like an 89% uh, critic rating. So it's doing outstanding from everybody's view. Um, you know, we didn't get to do a show last weekend where basically it opened to number one with $96 million. Um, nobody thought the movie was going to open with more than 80 at most, and it did 96 in April. So that also proved that you don't have to open a movie in May, June, or July to really make the big bucks, because this did it in the beginning of April and almost hit $100 million. It also brought in uh, over $200 million worldwide in the first week. So literally within the first week of it being open, it made made over $300 million, um, which right as of today, it's already surpassed what the first Captain America movie did in its entire run. (laughs) that's right I am not making this shit up Um, Captain America the original in 2011 um, made 370 million worldwide Um, Winter Soldier has already made 477 million dollars worldwide in two weeks 
that is impressive. And what's crazy is how well it's doing overseas, because a lot of people always thought, oh, Cap's not going to do very good overseas because he's the good old red, white, and blue boy. And you know what? The overseas foreign market does not care. (laughs) They don't care at all. So, pretty awesome. It was number one again this weekend, so um, just so good. Another $60 overseas and another $41 Uh, here in the States. So, all I'm basically saying to you is if you haven't seen Captain America the Winter Soldier, get your ass out to the theater and go watch this, (laughs) because it is awesome. Um, This movie is great even if you're not a comic book fan. The storyline, the acting, everything is just so good in this film. It's got the best just overall story of any of the standalone films. You know, I saw this movie with my brother-in-law. When we came out, we discussed kind of where does it lay. He said Avengers, then Iron Man, then uh, Winter Soldier. My other brother-in-law just went and saw it a couple days ago, and he he did the same lineup with Avengers, Iron Man, and uh, Winter Soldier. When I initially walked out of the theater, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, you know, yeah, Avengers, Iron Man. You know, Iron Man sticks out very high, the first one, just because it was the one that started it all. Um... But when you really look at this film, at Winter Soldier, for being just, it's the best directed, it's got the best action, it's got the best cinematography, it's got the best storyline, uh, it just has so much going for it that I might have to put it above Iron Man, honestly. Um, like I said, I mean, Avengers is, is just so special because it has everyone in it, so it's very hard to say any of the solo movies will ever top Avengers until Avengers 2. Um, but for a standalone it's going to be very, very hard to top Captain America the Winter Soldier. Uh, Marvel has also confirmed that that May 6th date in uh, 2016 is also going to, it is official, it will be Captain America 3. So that was something that was on the rumor mill. Uh, Marvel has confirmed it. And as of right now, that's also the same date that Batman vs. Superman opens up. So looking to have a superhero showdown on May 6th, 2016. Um... They made Captain America so badass in this movie. I mean, you felt his kicks. You felt his punches. He was so agile. His fighting style was amazing. I mean, they just did so much with this character that made him just kind of a eh on the team to like, damn, I can't wait to see what Cap's going to do next. And that's what I'm looking forward to because the way this movie ends really makes me want to see Avengers 2 right now because I want to see what happens next with Captain America. Um... So, yeah, I can't preach it enough. Five out of five stars. Check this movie out. All right? Okay, there's our movie review. It's out the way. Let's move on. Uh, Actually, I just finished watching it, and that's why I'm recording the show a little later than normal tonight. Uh, But tonight was the MTV Movie Awards. So I'm going to run down the winners. So, movie of the year went to The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Best Fight went to The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog, Orlando Bloom, and Evangeline Lilly versus The Orcs. Best Female Performance went to Jennifer Lawrence for The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Best Male Performance went to Josh Hutcherson for The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Best Kiss went to Emma Roberts, Jennifer Aniston, and Will Poulter for We're the Millers. I was very happy about that because that was the one I voted for. Um, Best Shirtless Performance went to Zac Efron for That Awkward Moment. Best Villain went to Mila Kunis for Oz the Great and Powerful. Best Comedic Performance went to Jonah Hill for The Wolf of Wall Street. Best On-Screen Transformation went to Jared Leto for Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, breakthrough performance went to Will Poulter for Were the Millers. Best Scared as Shit performance went to Brad Pitt for World War Z. Best on-screen duo went to Vin Diesel and Paul Walker for Fast and Furious 6. Uh, the hashtag WTF moment went to Leonardo DiCaprio for The Wolf of Wall Street as uh, he takes his Lamborghini for a spin. Best musical moment went to Backstreet Boys with the crew from This is the End. Um... And Best Cameo Performance went to Rihanna for This is the End. And Best Hero went to Henry Cavill as Superman slash Clark Kent in Man of Steel. So very, very cool. 
Uh, and that's your MTV Movie Awards. They also had uh, Channing Tatum won the Trailblazer Award, uh, which was pretty cool. And uh, they gave Mark Wahlberg uh, kind of like the Generation Award, which was very well deserved. Um, you know, it's when they showed the highlight package of all his films, I mean, it just shows you how much great stuff Mark Wahlberg has done. I mean, he is definitely one of my top actors, and I love pretty much any movie this dude puts out. And it was great seeing that seeing that package kind of roll back and show you all the amazing films that he's done. All right, and now, my friends, we're going to cut it over to all our news and everything, uh, basically, of the last two weeks. So I'm going to try to rapid-fire get through all this um, because there's so much to get through because we're going back through two weeks worth of entertainment news. So bear with me. I'm going to get you up to speed right now. Um, we have the brand new Red Band trailer for A Haunted House 2, which actually comes out next Friday, so very, very excited about that. Um, Nurse Jackie got an early season 7 renewal over at Showtime, uh, which is pretty cool because actually I think see, they said season 6 hasn't even started yet, and they've already renewed the, the show for season 7, so... Um, great stuff there for Nurse Jackie. Uh, there's a lawsuit over with Warner Brothers right now trying to put a halt on doing a sequel to The Conjuring. Uh, it's a pretty detailed uh, kind of court case going on uh, where they're saying that, you know, that basically Warner Brothers does not own the rights to this and they're not, they should not be allowed to make a sequel. And it's going over to court. So, I mean, the this, this sequel is supposed to come out um next in 2015 by Halloween 2015 so they were getting ready in pre-production on this thing and now everything's been halted so uh, we'll see what happens with the Conjuring sequels um the Walking Dead finale when it aired uh, did its best ratings ever with 15.7 million viewers so that is pretty cool um Mike, the situation, Sorrentino, uh, Tori Spelling, and Nicole Richie all get new unscripted shows. I believe uh, they're going to be over, uh, oh, they're actually all on different networks, so keep an eye out for that if you're interested in any of those people. Uh, MGM is firing up a brand new Pink Panther movie. Um, I don't know if this is needed, <laughs> honestly. Pink Panther, I think, is kind of played its case, but it's going to be kind of a hybrid of live action and animation, which they will have the pink animated Pink Panther Cat in the film. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the Dallas Buyers Club writer is going to polish the Last Witch Hunter script. Uh, that's the new movie that Vin Diesel's going to be doing, uh, so they're touching up the script on that one. Spike TV has renewed Ink Master for Season 5. I know the missus is very excited about that. She loves Ink Master. Uh, over on The Voice... CeeLo Green is stepping away, and Pharrell Williams, he's very happy now at this point because he gets to be the new coach on the next season of The Voice. Um, this will be interesting, you know, I'm kind of over. I've always said that I actually prefer the Usher and Shakira lineup now. Um, I'm over CeeLo and uh, Christina Aguilera, so I'm not sad to see CeeLo go. Uh, I think they should replace Christina moving forward as well. But we'll see what Pharrell does. I mean, I don't got no problem with them. I just hate that damn happy song. Uh, John C. Riley has joined Colin Farrell in a new dystopian love story called The Lobster. Don't ask me. Uh, we also got some pictures up on the Twitter and Facebook page uh, of the new Captain America outfit from Avengers Age of Ultron. There's been a lot of set photos that have been popping up during production on the movie, and uh, I like it. I like the new Captain America outfit. It looks really, really slick. It's it's like a modern take on his World War II outfit. So it's got that same style of the World War II outfit, but it's more streamlined. Uh, for combat, so uh, it looks awesome, it's a big improvement over the Avengers outfit, and, you know, as much as I like the World War II outfit, I think it needed an update, and this is the perfect match for that. Uh, cameras are rolling once again, Fast and Furious 7 is now back in production, so that is very cool to hear, I, I can't wait to see the finished product of this movie, I'm very sad that it's not going to come out this year anymore, uh, obviously we understand why, rest in peace Paul Walker, and, um, but it's good to hear that they're, that the cameras are rolling once again and they're going to finish this movie up, so awesome. Uh, we got a nice little article on the page about why Darren Aronofsky didn't do the Wolverine movie. Um, and it really had nothing to do with the film. It was all about his personal life and everything. So if you want to read more on that, just check that out over on the Twitter page. Uh, let's see here. We got the brand new trailer for Sex Tape. 
and it looks pretty damn funny. This is the new comedy starring Cameron Diaz and Jason Siegel, uh, where basically they've kind of lost their spark and they decide to make a sex tape and they record it. And then, um, they record it, I think on their iPad and then the iPad sends it up to their cloud storage. And I guess they've given out like five or six different iPads to people for Christmas and everyone has access to that cloud. So they freak out and they're trying to get all the iPads back before everybody sees their sex tape. Pretty funny. Uh, David Duchovny is going to headline NBC's new true crime drama Aquarius So that's pretty cool um, I, I'm a big fan of him in Californication I know that that's wrapping up its last season It hasn't started yet But he's wrapping up filming on the last season of that And then it looks like he's already got his next project good to go So heading over to NBC there um, Got the new poster for Dawn of the Planet of the Apes Which looks really really cool Um pull this up right now. We've got some new people that are joining the uh, Terminator Genesis film. Uh, let's see here. We have Byung Hun Lee who played Storm Shadow in the G.I. Joe films. He's been cast as a key role in the new Terminator Genesis movie. Um, I'm thinking he's going to probably be some new badass uh, android, obviously, that's going to be going after Arnold. Um, they've also joined in the cast are Mad Men actor Michael Gladys and Sadreen Holt. Not familiar with the other two, but Hun Lee is pretty damn awesome. He was a, he was a badass villain in um, Red 2 as well, so I think he'll be, if he is playing a new Terminator, uh, I think he'll be pretty damn awesome as that. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer says Top Gun 2 is going to basically be Tom Cruise versus drones. <laughs> so, uh, hmm, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out, but that's what it is. Uh, Chris Evans actually was on um, Jimmy Fallon a couple weeks ago, when right before Captain America came out, and they asked him, you know, can you set the record straight? What's really up with these retiring rumors? And it was good to hear because he said that everything got blown out of proportion. He says he was never planning on retiring, that he was just probably going to take a little bit of a break once his Marvel contract ran up, but he says he's an actor, he'll be an actor for life, and he does have the directing bug, and he wouldn't mind doing some directing, but he says overall, he, he's not planning on going anywhere, and he's not quitting acting, so I was very happy to hear this, you know, I was a little bummed when they were saying that he was going to retire, because um, I like Chris Evans a lot, I mean, I was a fan of his way before the whole Captain America thing, so I'm happy for his success now, and um, it's just good to hear, hear, hear him set the record straight on the retirement rumors. For some of you, you might like this next piece of news. O-Town is reuniting. So in music news, yes, O-Town, the old school boy band from the first, the very first season of MTV's Making the Band, uh, is reuniting. Four out of the five members are getting back together. Um, the blonde dude, I think his name was Ashley, um, he is not participating. But the rest of them are back, baby. <laughs> so O-Town reuniting. Uh, for a new tour and a brand new CD. So, yeah. Liquid Dreams, baby. Uh, next up, Logan Lerman uh, was doing some press. Uh, he's an actor. He was doing some press for the new Noah film. And they asked him, what's the status on Percy Jackson 3? Because, of course, he plays Percy Jackson in the first two films. And for those of you that are fans of the Percy Jackson series, unfortunately, he says Percy Jackson 3 is not happening. Wow. So, yeah, not happening. Sorry, guys, it's not going to happen. Uh, we got another new trailer for The Drop, which is um, a new film starring Tom Hardy and Numi Rapace. In the Everything Wrong With series, because, you know, they like to kind of try to tie it in with whatever's hitting theaters, they put out Everything Wrong With Captain America, the first Avenger. So, check that out. Um... Um, Kevin Feige, who runs Marvel Studios, he says that Hawkeye and the Hulk will get, will get Avengers 2 Spotlight. He says since those two characters are the only two that have not been seen since the last Avengers film, uh, they'll be spotlighted a little bit more than the rest of the crew, and will have very big roles in the next film. So that's cool, because Jeremy Renner definitely got fucked in the first film <laughs> with Hawkeye, so, um, and we need to see more Hulk, so, uh. Very cool to hear. Um, 
TV ratings, the How I Met Your Mother finale brought the show to a series high. Uh, it made its best ratings ever, um, which is awesome. Uh, unfortunately, the finale pissed me the F off. Um, you know, by this point, I, I'm, if you haven't seen the show, uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to probably get into spoiler stuff here. Um, but you know what? I'm a big fan of How I Met Your Mother. I've been a fan of the show and a supporter of the show since episode one, nine years ago. <laughs> and all I wanted to do was meet the damn mother because that's what I was promised. I was promised the story of how I met the mother. And season after season after season, girlfriend after girlfriend after girlfriend for Ted, I waited and I waited and I waited to meet the mom. This season, this last season, I finally did meet the mom. It took 20 episodes in to finally meet her, but we met her. Um, and, uh, you know, the whole season revolved around Barney and Robin's wedding. Only for in the finale episode, 30 minutes in, for them to say, oh, we got a divorce in a fast-forward scene. Then he meets the mom. Then they kind of fast-forward through the years of them getting married and having the kids. And then they kill the mom off. He says, then your mom got sick. And then he finishes the story. And the kids say, so all we got from this story is you've loved Aunt Robin this whole time. You should go be with Aunt Robin. And he says, okay. And he shows up at Robin's doorstep with the uh, blue um, fucking harp or trombone, whatever the fuck that thing was, um, in his hand, which represented all the way back full circle to the first episode. Oh. I was so pissed. You know, when the show started, everybody assumed Robin was going to be the mom. And the writers and everybody were so adamant to say, nope, this isn't about Robin. This is about, you know, this is just one piece of the story. But Robin's not the mom. You know, she's the aunt. And I guess they didn't technically lie about that, but basically the show did lie to me because they went full circle all the way back to Robin in the very end. He's trying to tell me that, that he was telling his kids the story of how he met the mother, talked to them for nine years about the story, um, and then in the end, and then literally only talks about the mom in the last, you know, 30 minutes of the story, and then says, well, then your mom died, and then the kids are so cool to be like, oh, thanks, Dad, thanks for telling us that story, why don't you go date Aunt Robin? It was stupid. I heard there's an alternate ending on the DVD Blu-ray set when it comes out, I'm curious what they did on the alternate ending, but supposedly this is the ending that the writers and everybody had planned since the very beginning, because they even recorded the kids' reaction to the story um, back in 2005. <laughs> so they they knew where they were going. They had the reaction footage in a time capsule. So uh, I'm just disappointed. I mean, I thought it was a pretty good finale episode up until they killed the mom, and then I was just like, come on. We should have had a happy ending. We should have been able to see Ted and the mom were still happy together. <sighs> I vented a lot about this on social media, and I know a lot of people shared my same <laughs> my same thoughts, you know. If you were a diehard fan of the show, the finale was definitely a letdown. But, hey, congratulations. It was a great run. I hope, wish luck for everybody that's on the show with their, you know, with their future endeavors. And, um, yeah. But great to see that it brought the series high when the ratings came in. Um, Toby Kebble is going to play Victor Von Doom, Dr. Doom, in the new Fantastic Four reboot. Um, for those of you that don't know his name, um, he's definitely a guy that, like, if you just said his name, I wouldn't even know who the hell you were talking about. But he was in Wrath of the Titans. He's going to be in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes coming up. Um, he's got a lot of big big movies work that he's working on now, so he's going to become one of these names that you'll know about. Um, but for now, he's kind of a no-name. Um, but you know what? I, I liked him a lot in Wrath of the Titans, and I can see him being Do Dr. Doom. So, uh, even though it's kind of an off-the-wall casting, I kind of like it on this one. So, congratulations to Toby Kebbell, uh, who is going to be the new Dr. Doom. Uh, let's see here. Uh, if you're a fan of House, House is now available to stream over on Netflix. Uh, Corey Michael Smith is set to play the Riddler on Fox's new Gotham TV show. 
Uh, we got another new trailer. This one is for a movie called Lucy. Lucy stars Scarlett Johansson, where basically she kicks a lot of ass. Uh, she she it's almost like the movie Limitless to a point, where basically she unlocks the full potential of her brain and it allows her to kick some major ass. So uh, this is a new sci-fi kind of action film that she's in, and she looks awesome in it. And Lucy's gonna be pretty badass. So check that out. Uh, over on the Facebook and Twitter page. Uh, Will Wheaton is going to host a new talk show for the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, Nickelodeon's Sam and Cat was going on hiatus due to a lot of drama going around the production on that one. TLC has renewed 90 Day Fiancé and has added a new show called Psychic Matchmaker. Paul Blart 2! Yes, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 has officially been locked in and set for April 17th, 2015. Um, Michael Bay squashes some rumors that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reshoots are going to delay the film's release. Um, you know, this is pretty typical with any big budget action type movie. Uh, they always go back in to, to do some reshoots and capture some new scenes. Doesn't mean anything's going to get pushed back. The film doesn't come out to August. It'll be okay. Um, I just want to say on a side note, if you haven't watched the last episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and you haven't seen Captain America yet, I'm strongly urging you to watch Captain America first. There's a lot of controversy going on right now because, the, you know, the big thing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is that it's in the same universe. It runs kind of parallel to the movie universe. And this past week's episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., pretty much gave away the entire Captain America Winter Soldier storyline. Uh, it, it was a very spoiler-filled uh, TV episode. And I know some a lot of people that watched it that haven't seen Captain America yet and walked out saying, oh my god, they just gave me everything about Captain America. So I'm trying to warn you. I warned a couple friends of mine. One didn't want to listen, and he went and watched it anyway and then got spoiled. And I said, I told you so. Um, but, you know, the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show is definitely in an odd spot. I mean, they're, they're trying to keep up with the TV, with the movie universe, which puts them in, you know, I think they, they would have just been smarter if they would have put up like a big, you know, warning. This following episode contains major spoilers to Captain America Winter Soldier. If you haven't seen the movie yet, DVR this, you know, episode, watch it after you've seen the movie. That would have benefited, I think, a lot more because a lot of people watched it and were like, what the hell? This just gave me everything that happens. And it's going to continue that way. Um, there's big repercussions. I mean, when I walked out of Winter Soldier, one of the first things I said to my brother-in-law was, what does this do to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Um, you know, the, the movie revolves all around S.H.I.E.L.D., and there's a lot of shit going down. And there's no way that the TV show could not have it affected. So pretty much all the rest of the season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is really going to be related to Winter Soldier. So, um, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen the movie yet, go see the movie, then watch the rest of the season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Alright, back to the news. Um, Big Bang Theory is going to be shooting a very special Star Wars Day episode. That's going to be awesome. They're going to be filming that over at Lucasfilm. Um... We got another Everything Wrong With. This time it's Everything Wrong With Thor The Dark World. We got the second trailer for the movie Blended. That's the new Adam Sandler uh, movie that's coming out this summer. And uh, we got an Honest trailer for Game of Thrones. Um, the Mindy Project and Brooklyn Nine-Nine are now on Hulu. So if you want to catch up on those shows, you can check it out over on Hulu. Uh, going back to Marvel, uh, Kevin Feige once again runs Marvel Studios. He says that their plans are all the way built through 2028. We knew Marvel planned ahead, but I didn't know they planned that far ahead. That is insane. They have mapped out their cinematic universe to the year 2028. Whew. All right, let's leave that one where it lies. Uh, Holly Hunter, Kalen Mulvey, and Teo Akamoto have been cast in Batman vs. Superman. Um, you know who Holly Hunter is. I'm not sure who Kalen Mulvey is, uh, but we just saw Teo Akamoto in uh, The Wolverine. Uh, she was the girl, uh, Wolverine's love interest in that film. So uh, there's supposedly three brand new roles for all three of these characters. They're not you know, playing something that I could tell you who they are. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has added Johnny Knoxville and Tony Shaloub to the cast. 
You know, and I, there's a lot of people that were like, isn't it kind of late in the game to be adding people? But you know what? They're adding them for voice work. And in something that's motion capture, this is not odd. This is enough the beaten path here. Um, Tony Shaloub is uh, going to be providing the voice of Master Splinter. And uh, Johnny Knoxville will be voicing Leonardo. So there you go, man. It's pretty cool. They're starting to recruit some voice talent there. I think Tony Shalhoub would be a pretty cool splinter. And I like Johnny Knoxville, so we'll see what he does with Leonardo. But, uh, yeah, they've added to the cast there of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, HBO has set June debut dates for The Leftovers, and that's also when True Blood will be coming back. Um, David Letterman has announced that he is going to retire from the late show in 2015. So, um, you know, I feel like, I feel like David Letterman just wanted Jay Leno to retire first. And it was like, once Jay got out and stayed out, now Dave was like, okay, cool. I can finally go now. (laughs) Uh, and it was only a couple days later that CBS announced that Stephen Colbert is going to be his replacement. So, you know, we all know Stephen Colbert from the Colbert Report over on Comedy Central. They swooped in, they picked him up, and he's going to be taking over for David Letterman. So very, very cool. Congratulations on a great career to David Letterman, and congratulations to Stephen Colbert, who will be taking over hosting duties of The Late Show. So that would be cool to see Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Fallon kind of leading the new talk show, you know, wars, so to speak, even though Jimmy Fallon says it will not be a war. Uh, as I quote, he said, it won't be a war. It's going to be a dance-off. So <laughs> I think we, I think we're in pretty good hands. Uh, Judy Greer is heading to Jurassic World. Um, so that's a um, pretty cool addition there. Uh, True Blood will be returning uh, exactly on June 22nd. So set your DVRs now. June 22nd will be True Blood, and it's the last season as well of that. Um, FXX has renewed It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia for two more seasons and has also added a brand new Tracy Morgan series. Um, you know, I, I'm an on-off fan of Always Sunny. Um, you know, Nick, who used to be my former co-host here on the show, he loves this show and he tried to get me into it and I've gotten a little into it. This last season was pretty good. I didn't really like the season before it. I came into it very late in the game. But it's a show I do check out now. I DVR and I, I, I give it a benefit of the doubt. They're very hit and miss with me. Some episodes are amazing, and others I'm like, eh. So, um, but congratulations to them. I know a lot of people were thinking this past season was going to be their last. So the fact that they got renewed for two more is uh, pretty damn cool. Michelle Monaghan is joining Adam Sandler in that new movie, Pixels. Um, the Hunger Games uh, Mockingjay Part Two has added Game of Thrones actress Gwendolyn Christie. Um, producer Jason Blum would like to release a new Purge movie every year. Uh, no shocker there. It's just like Paranormal Activity. Once you have a movie that really kind of hits a chord, uh, you want to put one out every year. They can make these really, really cheap, and they can make these in less than a couple months, and there's not many effects or anything to put into it. Um, and the Purge, like I've always said, the Purge setup and storyline allows them to put out a different type of Purge movie every single year. Because they can do one in Texas, they can do one in New York, they can do one in Hawaii, they can do one in China, they can do one in Russia, you know, they can do one in Mexico. Like, the, the purge is everywhere. So, you know, it allows you to do something different in every movie. So, why not? Let's do it. Um, the Discovery Channel has renewed Mythbusters Gold Rush. So, uh, I know my brother-in-laws are super stoked on Mythbusters coming back. Um... We got another new teaser trailer for The Expendables 3. I would like to just see a full trailer already for this film because this is the second teaser already. I'm done with the teases. Give me some damn good footage from the movie. Very excited about Expendables 3. Here's the new Roll Call teaser trailer up on the page. Uh, The 12 Monkeys Adaptation Series has been landed a series order over at the Sci-Fi Channel. So that is pretty cool. Uh, I kind of expected that one there. Um... Let's see here. Um, in, in the rumor mill side, it looks like uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor from, of course, 12 Years a Slave. Um, he might be the next Bond villain. Lots and lots of talk of him becoming the new Bond villain. So um, I think that'd be great. I think he'd be an amazing Bond villain. I've seen him as a bad guy in many movies before, and I think he can kill it. Um, Key and Peele. I'm very excited about this. They're going to produce... 
the new Police Academy reboot. I'm excited about this. If there's any comedy duo that can bring back Police Academy, it's Key and Peele. And, you know, the article states that they're only going to produce it, but they got to star in it. They got to. They fit the mold of a Police Academy movie so well. And I would love to see these guys actually star in it as well. So fingers crossed uh, that that will happen. Matt Gerald has joined Ant-Man as one of the film's villains. Uh, we got a new Godzilla official extended trailer uh, up on the Facebook and Twitter page, so check that out. Um, we got another trailer for The Angriest Man in Brooklyn. Um, that's a new Robin Williams movie. Uh, legendary actor Mickey Rooney, dead at the age of 93. Um, what can you say, man? Hell of a life, 93 years old. You know, thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Uh, you know, great great run for Mickey Rooney. Um, comedian John Panette, also dead at the age of 50. So a couple sad things to report here in the middle. Um, you know, John Panette had been suffering a lot of health issues over the last year, and unfortunately it, it caught up to him. Um, we do have the full uh, winner list for the ACM American Country Music Awards of 2014. Uh, I'm not going to read through it all. I'm not a fan of country music. But if you are and you would like to see who won at the awards, if you missed it, the article's on the Facebook and Twitter page. Um, Disney Chief reveals that Star Wars Episode Seven uh, casting is almost complete and that the film is already shooting. This was actually a shocker to us over the last week because nobody thought that Star Wars was filming already. Um, it's probably just some location shots and stuff like that because we're still waiting to hear some official announcements here on the cast, and they haven't made any. But they say some filming is already underway. What the only people that I know are locked in are R2-D2 and Chewbacca. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Richard Donner says that the Goonies 2 is finally happening. So, uh, I don't know how to feel about this. There's there's some rumors that say uh, this will be bringing the original cast back and taking everybody on to a new adventure. Uh, and then other reports say that this will actually revolve around a whole new set of kids. And there might be some cameos from the original cast. So, you know, if they're going to do it, I think they should do it with the original cast. You know, let's, let's do a true Goonies 2, not just another ripoff of it with, an, you know, a new younger cast. Um, but something is happening on the Goonies front. The TV show Derek is going to launch its Season 2 premiere on Netflix on May 30th. We have the first trailer for the movie Chef. This is the new movie uh, starring uh, John Favreau, Scarlett Johansson, uh, even Robert Downey Jr. is in this movie. Um, Sofia Vergara is in it as well. Um, it looks pretty cool. So Chef, the first trailer for that, is on the page. Um, it looks like Transformers 5 may be on track for a 2017 release date. Uh, some toy licensing came out, and it had a bunch of stuff for the new fourth one with the Dinobots and everything. And then it had a logo that said Transformers 5, and it had it had a 2017 date on it. Um, this would make sense based on kind of the, uh, you know, every couple years method that Transformers usually does. Um, also read an article over the weekend uh, that, that Michael Bay basically announced that this is the start of a whole new trilogy. He said the first, you know, three films were, were one trilogy, and now this is the start of a second trilogy. Uh, so it makes even more sense that the 2017 date may stick for Transformers 5 uh, if this new film is a hit, which I don't see why it wouldn't be. Um, speaking of Chewbacca over at the Star Wars, uh, original Chewbacca, Peter Mayhew, uh, has been signed, and he is coming back, and he will be Chewbacca in the new films as well, so very cool. Um, in TV ratings news, Game of Thrones came back last Sunday, and uh, its premiere was HBO's most watched since the Sopranos finale, so damn, Game of Thrones is killing it. Um, Bates Motel has been renewed for a third season over at A&E. That's pretty cool. I love Bates Motel, so very cool to see them get a third season. Uh, and this one's near and dear to my heart. The WWE Network has signed up already over 600,000 subscribers in its first 42 days of business. Uh, that is pretty awesome. Um, 
I have the WWE Network. I love it. It's an on-demand type content, just like Netflix. Uh, if you're a fan of wrestling at all, and you don't have the WWE Network, there's no reason not to get it. It's 10 bucks a month. Everything's unlimited. You get the pay-per-views for free included with it. Um, so much new content on a weekly basis. This thing pays for itself. So I highly recommend the WWE Network. Uh, director Breck Eisner is going to be directing The Karate Kid 2. Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith are set to return. The Sinister Six movie, they've locked in Drew Goddard to direct the film. Drew Goddard, who did uh, Cabin in the Woods, he's also going to be writing and directing uh, the new Daredevil show for Marvel over on Netflix. Um, they've tapped him to do the Sinister Six film. So that's pretty cool. Um, he was supposed to do another movie called The Martian with um, uh, Matt Damon, and he just dropped out of it. So I'm guessing he dropped out of it because he's going to you know, have to prepare for The Sinister Six. So I think it's a good pairing. Drew Goddard loves comic books. He knows these characters. I think he'll knock it out the park with Sinister Six. Um, this was something I think on the last episode we talked about Phil Lord and Chris Miller uh, were in negotiations to do Ghostbusters 3 they're the guys behind the Lego movie and uh, 21 Jump Street and stuff Uh, they've actually turned it down so unfortunately they're not going to do it I'm a little bummed by this because I thought that this duo would do an amazing job with Ghostbusters 3 but it's not to be happened um they are remaking the Gremlins. I knew this was only a matter of time, but supposedly Warner Brothers has now fast-tracked the Gremlins remake. So I'm actually kind of curious to see what they do with this, if it's going to be all CGI, if they're going to do some puppets. Um, I'm interested. I, I'm kind of interested here on Gremlins. So um, I'm, I'm anxiously waiting to see what they end up coming up with. Uh, the Wreck-It Ralph sequel is now officially in the works, so that is awesome to hear, because I loved Wreck-It Ralph. Um, I, I talked about a rumor mill situation a couple weeks ago about Michael C. Hall, who played Dexter, and when, I love Michael C. Hall, that he was in negotiations to play Daredevil in the new Netflix series. Um, in a recent interview, he says that there's been no negotiations, he hasn't talked to Marvel, which really bummed me out. But the cool part of the interview was he said that he isn't against the idea and that if uh, Marvel and Netflix gave him a call and offered him up, offered it up to him, he would very highly consider it. So uh, I like that he's up for it and he's not just shooting it down as, oh, no, I wouldn't do something like that. So I hope Marvel has their ears open and they kind of hear what's going on because I still think Michael C. Hall would make an amazing Daredevil slash Matt Murdock. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. The uh, Ellen DeGeneres Oscar selfie that she took, people are saying that that photo is worth up to a billion dollars. Wow. I can't even say any more on that. Game of Thrones has already been renewed for two more seasons, and that's no shocker. I just told you that its season premiere was its high, was HBO's highest rated show since the Sopranos finale, which that was a long-ass time ago, so... Game of Thrones is a surefire win. It's a surefire hit. Why not sign it on for two more seasons? Um, they're going to be doing a new Battlestar Galactica movie. So that's on the way. They said it will have nothing to do with the um, Sci-Fi Channel series. It will be its own kind of universe. We got the new second Red Band trailer for The Neighbors. That's the new Seth Rogen and Zac Efron movie. Uh, Hilarious. Looks so hilarious. Um, Fast and Furious is getting a new ride over at Universal Studios Hollywood. It's called Supercharged. And it looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Like when you're on the trolley ride, you'll go through something special. And it'll look like you're getting chased by the cars and helicopters. And it's supposed to be pretty badass. And I think it opens in 2015. Um, so that's going to be awesome. Fast and Furious Supercharged coming to Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, also coming to Universal Studios Hollywood is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. That's only at, um, Universal Studios Orlando, but it's finally coming to Hollywood in 2016. And I believe the Fast and Furious one is 2015. Uh, Amy Poehler has joined Tina Fey in a new movie called The Nest. I don't even know what this movie is about. I don't care what it's about. I have Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. I'll be there. Um, in back to Agents of Shield, they've booked Kobe Smolders to return. Of course, Kobe plays uh, Maria Hill. She was in the Avengers film. She actually was in the pilot episode of Agents of Shield. 
She was on How to Make Your Mother. She was Aunt Robin. And, uh, you know, How to Make Your Mother is over with now. Totally leaves her open to come back and do a nice guest star role on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I think she'll be on an episode here um, by the end of the month or early May. And she's supposed to be a very central piece of the episode. So I'm looking very forward to that. Um, Daniel Craig has abruptly dropped out of a movie called The Whole Truth. The Whole Truth was set to begin filming tomorrow, and he just dropped out a couple days ago. Very, very odd that a director would just, or not a director, but an actor would drop out of a movie literally within a week of production starting. Um, no idea why. Nobody can explain it. Um, the studio says they're going to push filming back three weeks to find a new lead. Even that sounds like a stretch. Three weeks to find a brand new lead actor, especially somebody on the caliber of a Daniel Craig. Good luck with that. Uh, Divorce Court has been renewed through 2017. Um, Sama Hayek has joined the the movie Sausage Party with Seth Rogen and James Franco. Seth Rogen and James Franco are already a part of this movie. I believe it's an animated film. Um, And Sama Hayek has now joined. Um... Screenwriters are hard at work on the Time Cop reboot. This is something that we heard about a long time ago, actually, and then it kind of just disappeared. Now the studio's behind it once again, so uh, very, very cool. Uh, I love Time Cop. The original was Jean-Claude Van Damme, one of the great action movies of the 90s. I would love to see them do a new, revised, you know, updated reboot version of Time Cop. Uh, Kick-Ass 2 director Jeff Wadlow is rewriting the script for Masters of the Universe, the He-Man movie, uh, and according to Schmoes No, they're saying that um, Jeff Wadlow is also tapped to direct the film. Uh, most of the official reports that are out say that he is just writing the film, um, but those guys know a lot. That's why they are called Schmoes No, and uh, they're saying that they, that he is definitely a lock to direct the film as well. So I'm just glad some movements getting going on this. John M. Chu, who did uh, GI Joe Retaliation, he was supposed to do Masters of the Universe, and then he dropped out because he said he wanted to focus on GI Joe Three. And then now it looks like he's not even doing GI Joe Three, and he's going to do Gem and the Holograms. I mean, shit's all over the place. I'm just glad to see Masters of the Universe getting some movement going. Paramount is developing a new TV series based on Jim Carrey's The Truman Show. So, that'll be interesting. I I think I'd watch a TV version of The Truman Show. Um, We got everything wrong with Ghost in roughly 11 minutes. (laughs) We got the second Red Band trailer for 22 Jump Street. Um, In pretty cool news, Man of Steel was the highest selling Blu-ray slash DVD sales for 2013 Beating out Iron Man 3 and The Wolverine. You know, Iron Man 3 was the highest um, profitable movie of 2013. And um, it's cool to see that Man of Steel actually beat it in Blu-ray sales. Because I way preferred Man of Steel (laughs) over Iron Man 3, that's for sure. Um, We have the complete network scorecard for the TV upfronts of 2014. Um, I was going to get into this really in detail, but this this would take way too much time, and you know I'm already getting through too much news as it is. So if you'd like to see what shows made the cut, what shows have been canceled, and what shows have already been renewed for next season, uh, we have the complete scorecard up on the Facebook and the Twitter page. It's called Upfronts 2014 Complete Network Scorecard. You can check that out there. It'll tell you about every show on every network and if it's been canceled, renewed, or just finishing out its season. Um, Sony may actually bump its Amazing Spider-Man 4 release date. Now, Sony locked in the uh, 4th Spider-Man release date a long time ago. I believe it's set for 2018. Um, now the studio is saying that they're going to bump it. Um, they're probably going to let it go to either the Sinister Six movie or the Venom movie. Um, they want the Sinister Six and Venom movie to come out first before they do Spider-Man 4. So I think they kind of got ahead of themselves when they locked in all these dates. Um, so they're going to bump it back a little bit. Uh, Dolphin Tale 2, we got the new trailer for that movie up on the page. Starring Morgan Freeman and Harry Connick Jr., Dolphin Tale 2. Guy Ritchie's King Arthur uh, has been given a 2016 release date. Uh, The final trailer for X-Men Days of Future Past will be released on April 15th. So that's Tuesday. Look for that brand new trailer on Tuesday. Um, If you're a Call of Duty fan like myself, the Call of Duty Ghost Devastation Pack is coming to PlayStation and PC on May 8th. 
Rosemary's Baby is uh, going to be coming to NBC and will air on May 11th and May 15th over on NBC. Um, Brian Singer and Simon Kinberg tease X-Men Apocalypse, a little article we just posted a couple days ago just where they talk about, uh, you know, how the effects of what happens in Days of Future Past will affect the events that will happen in Apocalypse. We got the new second trailer for um, How to Train Your Dragon 2. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy will feature Thanos and have direct connections to Avengers 3. No shocker here, Thanos really fits into the Guardians of the Galaxy universe. I would have been very, very shocked if he wasn't featured in this film. Um, And of course we know it has to connect to Avengers 3. If Avengers 3 revolves around the Infinity Gauntlet, it's got to involve everybody in that film. So uh, it's good to hear uh, James Gunn and Marvel officially confirm that and stop beating around the damn bush. Gerard Butler is set to headline Dean Devlin's new sci-fi thriller, Geostorm. Megan Fox is saying that she will be a strong, non-sexualized April in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. A lot of people assumed with you know Megan Fox being April that she was going to be super sexy and there are going to be these gratuitous shots of her changing or in a bathing suit, whatever the case may be. And I hate to burst the bubble because I would love to see her in all these scenes, um, but, they're, but they're saying that it's not. She's taken very seriously in the film and she will not be sexualized at all. She's going to be a very strong, independent woman uh, in the Ninja Turtles movie. Um, just for shits and giggles, if you're on Twitter, please welcome Robert Downey Jr. to Twitter. You can follow him at Robert Downey Jr. This is the fr- he just joined a couple days ago, and uh, go by and say hi. In some really weird casting news, Johnny Depp has joined Kevin Smith's new movie Tusk. It's a new horror movie about a walrus, and it's so off the wall. But Johnny Depp, of all people, has joined this project. I don't know why, but, um, hey, I'll give it to him, man. It's Kevin Smith, so I'm sold. I'll definitely check it out. Uh, We have the robot roll call for Transformers Age of Extinction. Um, If you would like to see concept art of all the robots and um, Autobots, Decepticons, the Dinobots, they're all here on the roll call. It'll tell you who they are, who they fight for, and, uh, you know, a little blurb about them. So you can check that out over on the page. Um... Director James Cameron talks his Avatar sequels and shoots down some rumors. He says that basically one of the big rumors was it came out a long time ago that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be the villain in in the Avatar sequels. Uh, James Cameron says, no, that's not the case. He has not talked to Arnold, and he doesn't feel that any of the roles in his movies would fit Arnold's uh, you know character at this point. So that he shot down. He also goes on to say that they're going to be done writing the movies in about six weeks, and they're in pre-production right now in New Zealand and they will be shooting uh, part 2, 3, and 4 all back to back Uh, and in non-shocker news of the week because God forbid you don't do this as a studio Lionsgate has announced that guess what they're splitting the third Divergent book Allegiant into two films I don't know what this kick is of taking these book trilogies and taking the third book and turning it into two films. It's such a cash grab, and it's so obvious that I think the public should fight it. There's no need to turn these books into two films, but what can you do? I was not shocked at all to see this. The Hunger Games did it. Um, you know, it, Twilight did it. I mean, it's just it's something that they just love to do. Harry Potter did it. But yes, Allegiant. The third book in the Divergent series will be split into two films. Um, Next, oh, actually, I'm sorry. The first weekend of May, Andrew Garfield and Coldplay are headed to Saturday Night Live. Andrew Garfield will host. Coldplay, of course, be the musical guest. Um, Boot this up real quick. I'll get back to that. Um... Oh, and that actually brings us up to speed with the news. Um, last piece of news was tonight just saying congratulations to Mark Wahlberg for winning the 2014 Generation Award over at the MTV Movie Awards. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, I hope I blazed through it quick enough to get you up to speed on all the latest and greatest in entertainment news. I'm going to bounce over to music real fast, and then we'll do the uh, Billboard charts, and we'll wrap this baby up with a nice bow. Um... 
let's hit Billboard charts. Let's start off with our top 10 albums. Coming in at number 10, it's now 49. Number 9 is Girl by Pharrell Williams, the new uh, voice host. Number 8 is Out Among the Stars by Johnny Cash. Number 7 is A Dotted Line by Nickel Creek. Number 6 is Where It All Began by Dan and Shay. Number 5 is Shakira. With their self-titled album, Shakira. Number four is Head or Heart by Christina, Pere- uh, Christina Perry. Number three is La Gargoa by Chevelle. Number two is She Looks So Perfect by Five Seconds of Summer. And the number one album is the Frozen soundtrack. Let's go on over to this top ten singles. Number ten is Turn Down for What by DJ Snake and Little John. Number nine is The Man by Aloe Black. Number 8 is Counting Stars by One Republic. Number 7 is Team by Lord. Number 6 is Pompeii by Bastille. Number 5 is Let It Go by Adina Menzel. Number 4 is Talk Dirty by Jason Derulo featuring Two Chains. Number 3 is Dark Horse by Katy Perry featuring Juicy J. Number 2 is All of Me by John Legend. And number 1, once again, I just can't shake this fucking song. It's Pharrell with Happy. <sighs> happy. Alright, let's go on over to our releases of the week. On DVD and Blu-ray this Tuesday, it's going to be Ride Along, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, The Nut Job, and Black Nativity. Um, I will definitely be picking up Ride Along. That movie was hilarious, and I can't wait to watch it again. Uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty was pretty good as well. Uh, I don't I don't think it's one I'd buy, but um, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely say check it out. In theaters on Friday is Transcendence, Heaven is for Real, and Bears. Uh, Bears is a new documentary film, probably voiced by Morgan Freeman, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, Transcendence looks really good, so I hope to be checking that out. And our box office, coming in at number 10 is Mr. Peabody and Sherman with $1.8 million. number 9 is Muppets Most Wanted with $2.2 million. number 8 is The Grand Budapest Hotel with $4.1 million. number 7 is God's Not Dead with $5.5 million. number 6 is Noah with $7.5 million. Number five is Divergent with 7.5 million. Number four is Draft Day with 9.8 million. Number three is Oculus with 12 million. Number two is Rio 2 with 39 million. And number one, once again for its second week in a row, it's Captain America the Winter Soldier. Five star movie right here. 41.4 million dollars. It was a close race this weekend with Captain America and Rio actually on Friday. Rio had actually beat Captain America in the Friday box office, so they thought Rio was going to take the whole weekend, but Captain America bounced back strong because the word of mouth is so, so strong. Uh, but hey, $39 million for Rio 2, no slouch there. Uh, Oculus with a pretty decent debut as well. Oculus is a very low-budget horror movie made for only $5 million, and it came out at number three with $12 million, so already turning a profit, and that's just domestically. Uh, Draft Day with a so-so $9 million opening at number four. Uh, that movie actually considered a little bit of a disappointment by its studio. They were expecting uh, a, between 15 to $20 million for that film, and obviously a higher uh, than a number four spot. But, hey, congratulations to Captain America. That's what I care about, because it is awesome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for us tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you um, I hope you missed us. You know, I missed you guys. Not, not doing a show last week made me very, very sad. So I'm glad to be back. Let me shout out the affiliates, reddragonsradio.com. Um, Got some plans in motion over at Red Dragons Radio. Going to try to uh, work some new stuff out and uh, get the ball rolling on some uh, new promotion there. You can follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio for all the latest. Uh, you can listen to us over at the Excess Radio Network uh, on demand. You can follow them on Twitter at Excess Radio and our friends over at Ultimate Sports Talk where we're in syndication on their site as well. We're actually so cool in syndication on Ultimate Sports Talk that we're actually on their main page and we're not even a sports show because uh, that's how we roll. You can follow on Twitter at Ultimate uh, at ULT Sports Talk and it's ultimatesportstalk.com where we're in syndication there. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, if you go to iTunes, just search Am I on the Air. Or easier way, you can go to amiontheair.com, click on the affiliate slash iTunes tab, and there's an iTunes button right there. Just press it. It'll take you to our page, and you can download, rate, and subscribe right there. 
Our official website is amiontheair.com. That's what you should have bookmarked so you can listen to the show. You can see the movie reviews. You can look at box office stuff. You can see all the latest trailers. It's a great website to check out. It's amiontheair.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. Follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Um, if you want to listen to us on the go, Stitcher is the great mobile app for you to get. I can't recommend it enough. Stitcher has been such a great affiliate for us since day one. Um, they've always come through for us. Stitcher, you can download on all your devices, iOS, Android, Windows, Palm, <laughs> the whole nine. Even some cars come with Stitcher now, so I'm glad to be a part of the Stitcher network. You can listen to the show on demand there. Um, you can listen to us on demand at reddragonsradio.com. Um, we're all over the interwebs. Um, and of course, subscribe to us on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash am I on the air. Check out our YouTube page. Try to keep us up to date with all the best trailers. I don't put every trailer on there because I like to put the best trailers. Stuff I know you're going to be interested in. Not just every every little one. Because it takes too much work. So, <laughs> and I don't have that much damn time, alright? I got a full-time job and I got a baby and... You know, there's too much going on. There's too much going on. Um, but once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, my name is Don Mega. I appreciate you. And uh, till next time, peace. Don Mega. Don Mega. Don Mega. Don Mega.